welcome to the very fourth Brightcast. We've just finished filming. Yeah, it was a good chat. It was a good chat. We chatted about creative AI and whether that is a threat or a gift. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're now AI specialists. So come to us if you have any AI questions. I made people hungry by discussing how I was targeted at a seemingly strange consideration window, but then how people could apply that to their own thinking when they're looking at targeting uh, new customers. Yeah, we look at how Tesco have used TikTok to find their new self-checkout voice. And we all did our own little audition. And uh, I used... AI to generate some images that will probably haunt us uh, at least for a week. Um, uh, we did remind Rob that this is a podcast, uh, yeah. but if you want to see those images, head over to our YouTube and we'll pop them up on the video. Or LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah, we'll or, yeah all socials as well. Perfect. Already? Cool. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome to the very fourth Brightcast. We are back at it. Yeah, I'm excited. How's everybody doing? Doing good? Yeah. Feeling good? So the place is looking autumnal. Yeah. Got some leaves everywhere. Thanks for that. Because we're in the now. We're we're, we're living in the now and it's autumn and we want this podcast to age quickly. That's what we're after. Yeah. We're just Uh, feeling those cozy autumn vibes. And aging quickly is good because in marketing it's a stressful thing. So you age quickly. Okay. So let's, let's get to it then. The very fourth Brightcast. What have people been on this week? I've been finishing off, or we've been finishing off, I should say, a very long training video project. Right. It's been a long time coming. There's been lots of delays. In part, COVID. It stretched that far back? It stretched that far back, yeah. But then it's just, there's just lots and lots of internal delays from the client side to get it pushed, pushed through. And that, as a little spoiler for my bringer thing is what I'm going to talk about in my bringer thing. It's going to okay. be project drag. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers, okay. yeah. This week has been a pretty admin week. So we've just signed on a new ad client. So sorting the agreements out for them. Starting the initial, we're running true view ads for them. So looking at the videos that we're going to be using, the landing pages we're linking to. It's the start of the month, so looking at ad spend for clients, making sure people have hit it last month and adjusting for budgets this month. Yeah. Um, and if people listen to the last podcast, it's actually the CEO type client. Yeah. Uh, and that service yeah. we picked up there, so that's cool. And it's it's going to be TrueView, and I think we'll bring remarketing ads via display ads yeah. in. And we shot the videos for them, so I think it's looking at, are they okay in their current form? Do they need cut downs? We're probably going to do some in experiment and test, A-B test, always be testing. Yeah, so it's been onboarding that client. So yeah, agreements, making sure everything's set up and mainly just admin. So copywriting for us and for clients, setting up for the month ahead. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, this week I've been looking at counterintuitive consideration windows. I'll explain that. So I was I watch YouTube in the morning um, when I wake up and I'm having my coffee and stuff, getting ready. And I was getting targeted with KFC ads and Domino's ads. And in the morning? In the morning. And they don't do breakfast. And you're a healthy vegetarian. So. I'm on a healthy veggie, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I eat at both those places. But um, just, just not me. And uh, I, I found it strange that they were targeting me in the morning. But if the big boys are doing something and putting money behind something i start asking why and i think for if, if you look at my other persona triggers family man 
yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I cook and things like that and bring food home occasionally and stuff. So that's probably the start of my consideration window is in the morning. I'm thinking about what we're doing for dinner. It's also busy, busy business owner. Yeah. Might be working a little bit late. You've got to think about what you're cooking for your family when you get home. Yeah, definitely. I, and I go, to, I, I travel to a place of work. Yeah, yeah. So what am I having for lunchtime? KFC is hoping KFC, Domino's hoping Domino's. Yeah. And then, so, so yeah, so I started thinking about that and then how that would apply to us or how we apply it. So I've been looking at our, the clients we work with and what consideration windows we have. And we sort of do it anyway. So th- there's a big thing about in business to business marketing, when you're targeting owners of businesses, it's when do you reach them? So yeah. nine to five, you see a lot of traffic for these clients, traditionally nine to five. But then actual conversion traffic, even though the numbers drop, are after that. So it's the it's the owners that are staying a bit later working on those projects yeah. around the business. It's when they get time to work on the business, not in the business as well. Um, so we do do that. But then, yeah, I've just been going through all our clients and just basically trying to think about counterintuitive yeah. consideration windows. And so we can set up tests and we can test between them. But if your persona is, say, someone that works in the business, yeah. capturing like maybe like a marketing director or marketing manager. Yeah. They're working the nine to five window. So capturing them within that window yeah. is important. So it's kind of understanding again, when your personas are online yeah. and when their consideration window is yeah. and when they're more likely and to convert. We've seen it. So I, I remember distinctly uh, diving into some data and we saw loads of traffic on a Monday, Tuesday, Yeah. but no conversions was coming through on Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And if you look at Google, like if you use a different attribution model on Google, so it's not just last click, but it's, it's tied through, you can see that their second visitors. And yeah, it, yeah. It, it's when you've had that consideration window, but then Thursday, Friday is when they can make decisions. Just shows how important remarketing is because yeah. if you're remarketing yeah. your business to them on that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, keeping yourself front of mind, Yeah. when they make that conversion, yeah. they're remembering who you are and what you do. So yeah, that's that's what I've been looking at this week. Nice. Uh, I'm hungry now. Yeah, honest with you, it, I could go it some works. Food. Maybe that's the thing: is yeah. they're going to target you in the morning. You'll 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 make a connection to marketing talk and bore your colleagues, but it'll make them hungry. Yeah, I got a message off Domino's yesterday, uh, and it said, "Enjoy some crazy savings. Get one pizza, get another for free." I was like, "Why are they pitching two for Tuesday?" I mean, like it's a brand new deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's working. But yeah. why are they doing it? Just use two for Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, bring a thing then. What have you guys brought? My bring a thing this week um, is around something on TikTok. I know you guys aren't avid TikTok users, but I know you both have accounts. Cap is going backwards. <laughs> but it's something cool, that's cool been on kid. LinkedIn. I've seen it a lot on LinkedIn. And it's Tesco basically posted a TikTok recently. And if I check some stats, it's had 35 million views and still counting. Yeah. And they, they've, they've created this TikTok account, posted one video yeah. so far and used a TikTok trend, which is, I don't know if you've seen it, where it's the eyes and the mouth and they've put it on like a self-checkout machine. Right. And they're basically looking for a new voice for their self-checkout. But to pitch your, to pitch your voice for this self-checkout, you've got to duet the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Do a like voice of whatever you're pitching and then they choose a winner. So basically all I want to look at is is it a lazy way of looking for a new voice 
or is it just an interesting way? Like it's opening a pool of people that it's genius. That, that's what I mean. Like yeah. it is opening to a pool of even like teenagers that have the possibility of being this new voice. Yeah, yeah. Without having the need to sift through like voice actors and all of yeah. that. It, it, it's a real connection to the people because if you think about it, on the one hand, you can think, oh, they're being a bit cheap. And yeah, whatever. yeah. But so many people have participated in it that when they go to Tesco now, they're going to hear the new voice. And be like, and, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure they'll it, yeah. make a big announcement about the decision they made and be yeah. like, you know, oh, that's Sally from TikTok. I don't know if Sally's a young enough name for a TikTok user. Like Belinda. That's Belinda. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I don't like about it is that they're paying the winner, basically, 10,000 club card points, which equates to around £100 in, in actual money. But obviously, they're keeping you with Tesco. So they're not giving right, you that yeah, money. Yeah. You, c you have to spend those points with Tesco. Yeah. How many words is it? How many words do you think it is? How many words do you hear when, when you go to a self-checkout? Unexpected item? Cashier number four, please. What, what do you hear? Like the payment yeah. stuff? Yeah. It's probably around item. 50. Like max. Like, yeah. With all of them. It's not much per word, but you're currently, you'll be one in 35 million. That's how good you'll be. Yeah. You should be yeah. charging for that. I'm just thinking we should do like a regional one. Yeah. So you that'd get be your good. Yeah, accent, yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. So Drew's amazing at accents. So let's throw some out. So what, what would it be like in um, Scotland? It's unexpected item. <laughs> And what would in the bagging area? What would it be like in... The bagpiping area? I don't know. What would it be like in Pakistan? Uh, there's an unexpected item. I'm actually, uh, I was actually born in Pakistan, but then I was actually brought up in London. So there's an unexpected item in there. Yeah, well done. Well Thank navigated. You. Yeah, that's actually a stolen joke <laughs> from Will. I know. I set it up. I hope you'd remember it. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a fun bring yeah. thing. Yeah. It, it was it's, just... it's a good use of TikTok, I think, yeah. for a brand to get involved in it. Um, and just encourage that participation, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked it as a whole. Like, I liked the idea that they're bringing... I think it's to a younger audience as well. Like, yeah. Okay. It's to, an, it's to a younger audience. I think it's a great idea. I think the whole £100 is probably a little bit a little bit poor. Yeah. It should be that many it, points it, per it, month for the rest could, of your it life. It could just be more points. Just do yeah. more points. If you're going to do that, yeah, do more you're points. All, they're also tying you with Tesco, so it's not... They're not yeah. giving you cash. They could, they could so, get more. So, let's try and win it. Everybody, do you want to try and do it? Let's let's all do a voice. Let's do oh, it. yeah. Unexpected item in bagging area. Unexpected item in the bagging area. Unexpected item in bagging area. Oh, that was good. That was really good, actually. Unexpected item in the bagging area. Oh, I didn't like that. Oh, unexpected item in the bagging area. There's an unexpected item in the bagging area. That would Whoa. be like a robotic voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good. They, I mean... There might be a winner there. Probably. I, I don't think you should bank on that 100 I don't understand though. TikTok, but did we win? <laughs> uh, I think we won. Drew, okay. sure. you'll bring a thing. Uh, yeah, so I said earlier it's to do with Project Drag. Um, so it's around the project we had for a bunch of how-to videos, instructional uh, training videos, if you will, for a company. They are a partly public-funded company. Or I think they get public funding, or at least there's public funding for this project that yeah. we had. So I think because of that, they're probably, there's probably more scrutiny around like health and safety. So when we started it during COVID, there were lots and lots of uh, stumbling blocks, roadblocks, red tape, that type of thing. So that's why it dragged for a very long time. But then it's just one of those things that projects that drag, they just drag 
more and more and more. Yeah. I know it sounds daft, but the more they drag, the more they drag, basically. Yeah. Pe- people lose interest. People they, lose... they move on to other projects as yeah, well. Exactly, so their yeah. time's taken up. Yeah. And this isn't, you know, this, this, this was a project that they wanted to get done quite quickly, as did we, but they've had lots of issues where they've they've caused project drag and whatnot and and we've had a couple of things as well yeah but um overall i would say and i think they would probably agree with this overall i think the majority of the stumbling blocks are with are with them yeah um but having said that we can't fix how they work but we can fix how we work yeah so i've got a couple of things on how we can you know avoid or how other people can avoid project drag in the future okay yeah cool so we use a thing called Monday, monday.com. Uh, yep. We're not sponsored by Monday. Today's use, sponsor. Today's sponsor <laughs> is monday.com. Uh, but that is a great way of avoiding project drag yeah. because it's a great way to manage projects. Yeah. We constantly use it, but we've currently got into it in an even bigger way, haven't yeah. we, recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had like an really overhaul on all the yeah. Monday boards that we use and overhaul on how we use it. We've, you know gone a little bit deeper i think yeah. in how we use it to make things a bit yeah. easier for everybody um, and it's part of our process evolution to help with hybrid working and remote working yeah. We, yeah. we have some team members who are hybrid and you know yeah. might come in a couple of days but uh yeah it's easy to see what they're on where they got up to and it and we've started doing handover things as well so when the project yeah. moves it's easy on, when used effectively i think as well because i think when we first got monday we were very, we'd create a board for everything. So everything would have its own individual board, which then I think got too much for everyone where it's yeah. like, oh, I've got to update this board and then this board and then this yeah. board and then this board. You you, so, fl- you flagged it up as you went in, like yeah. board fatigue or something like that. It's cool. yeah. yeah. So we consolidated a lot of things, yeah. which made it very easy to see project trackers yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. So basically just using a project management system. So we've used loads in the past, We've used Trello, Asana, Monday. Yeah. You know, we use Slack as our messaging platform. So even using that to manage. But that that's a great way to kind of avoid project dragging away. But you're you're constantly looking at the project, you're constantly seeing where you are with it and you can constantly check in. Yeah. We've done things where we've set up like automations. So when we get to a certain part of a project, we get an automation. So the project manager will get an automated message saying that so and so who's in the project has completed their part. Yeah. It's now your turn to pass this over to the next person. It's a yeah. great way of doing it. The other one is just solving problems early and solving them fast. And it's something that we've, we've again been like getting more and more into in a big way recently. Yeah. So one of the problems that we had was obviously because it started with COVID. COVID was the main issue around it. Yeah. Big issue, obviously. It was getting people in to film them in a safe way. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I say, because of the scrutiny that's probably around this company, we had to make sure it was super, super safe. So solving the problems there was obviously, you know, making sure that we're, you know, using all the right PPE, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the other the other solutions were minimizing the amount of people we needed on the shoot. Yeah. Um, Solving the problems early was just trying to get the the maximum amount of availability from everybody who we needed. So we could then try and pinpoint the best days to get everybody in when there would be, you know, fewer people in the building as well. So those things. And that's the thing that the the client actually helped with uh, probably more than we helped with because they were obviously in charge of who's in the building and whatnot. Yeah. Passing on the cost is a great way. So if you've got a client who is causing project drag, just pass on the cost. And, you know, we'll we'll have clients who they'll ask us if we've got capacity to do something next week. So we'll allot that time. Yeah. But then they won't get us to do it that week. They'll ask us two weeks down the line. We don't have capacity then. Yeah. But we can probably find capacity if we're using, you know, some of our like trusted freelance team 
or we just don't mind and say when i say we i mean i don't mind pulling like an all-nighter or something like that yeah. you know yeah, yeah doing a little bit of yeah. crunch on it but you pass on that cost and yeah. in passing on the cost the client will often not want to do it they'll want yeah. to work around other times yeah yeah because they don't want to pay the extra amount but it's just being upfront about there will be these passed on costs if there's project drag yeah like we can allot x amount of time now if it goes over because of you obviously yeah. if it goes over because of us we're not going to pass on that cost that's our fault yeah yeah, yeah. If it's them, you know, they've changed for days or whatever, then they will have to foot that bill. Yeah. And I think passing on the cost is a great way. But again, this is one of those things where you have to communicate it clearly. Yeah. Often. Yeah. And, and be upfront about it. Yeah. 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 If you if you try and wheedle it in later on, it feels like you're just trying to, you know, weasel a yeah. little bit of extra yeah. money from them. And which, be is matter the wrong, of fact, which is the wrong way. Matter yeah. of fact about it as yeah. well and yeah. say, well, you know, the, the, the our policy is that it has to we we have to bill for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we've we've built you know X amount for this project. Suddenly we realise they want you know an extra five videos yeah. and an extra ten sets of amends because they want to put it out to fifteen different committees. Yeah, it's going to take of longer. Of course, yeah, because it's going to take longer. They have to pay for that. It's yeah. quite simple, and people won't like it because nobody likes paying for paying for things, paying extra for things. Yeah, but people will understand it. Yeah, we all understand yeah. it. Yeah. If if something takes you know if something takes longer, yeah, you pay more. Um, and then, yeah, basically you just covered it. But the other one is just communication, just communicating really, really quickly, yeah. really, really concisely with people, making sure everything is is super clear. So having that contract in place, having that project agreement to start off with, yeah. and then communicating everything yeah. as often as you possibly can. Internally, but we've also, in those things, so we use Slack and Monday, we bring external people in to look at it. So mm. a lot of the times we'll deal, we, we deal with companies of all sizes, but a lot of the time they have, a marketing department, like whether, whether whether it's small or large, yeah, yeah, is, is at least a few people, and we've brought them into the Monday boards so they can, you know, if they need to sign off on copy for social media management, yeah, they can, yeah. and that's really nice to be involved. Yeah. Re- recently, for I think on the last episode, you mentioned the producer was setting a uh, a few dates up with for filming. Um, they're on our Slack channel. In fact, they use Slack and they invite us there. Slack channel. and Monday, yeah, they've got yeah. Monday boards as well, so it's yeah. all on there. So it's super, super clear for us. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And I think that's a nice like. It, it was probably fast tracked by COVID, but it's a nice way of people working together when remote. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it allows yeah. the client to quickly see things as well, rather than having to email to not even chase things up, but like, oh, where are we at with this, or what's happening here? Yeah, yeah. they can just clearly see on the board. Oh, we're at this stage. Yeah. Like. We're waiting on this. Yeah, I, I'm one of these people who I, I hate assuming things. Yeah. I like everything to be so clear to the point where people will probably be annoyed by how clear I'm making things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they might be annoyed by that because I'm being, you know, reiterating yeah. things, clarifying things, but it makes the whole process much nicer in the long run. My bringer thing is going to run into our main topic. But before we get there, a couple of updates. Uh, first one, Van Dam update fourth podcast running and i was i was i was watching our last podcast i think it was our last one where we mentioned him uh by the way you can watch the podcast but i was watching particularly jess's reaction and so i asked you in the in the studio i was like do you know who van damme is and he was like i don't think i do don't drop me in it like this and then uh and then i showed you remember the volvo ad with the two trucks yeah I, i showed you that such an amazing like wow ad and it was like a real stunt that happened. Showed off their, I think it was like their uh, driving accuracy of the Volvo trucks. Uh, that was amazing. So a bit of a wow moment for marketing. So I wanted a Van Damme update. And then my my happiness course. 
Guys. Your smile's been getting bigger, I've noticed. I got a full smile. <laughs> the happiness course was okay. What I didn't like about it is apparently you're only responsible for about 25% of your own happiness. The rest is inherited. It's genetic. But the happiness course is over. I didn't pay the 150 quid to get my certificate, uh, but I got a big old full smile. I don't know. Without, without a certificate, I don't believe I, I don't think you've done you. it. So are okay. we going to have a Van Damme... Oh, sorry, I don't want to overrule the happiness. Like, yeah, it's great, but you're happy, but the Van well, what, Damme what, stuff... Are what we, we gonna might have a... do is we might do an appeal to listeners to donate, get Robbie's certificate so he can show people he's happy. <laughs> We're going to do a GoFundMe for, this, for the certificate. <laughs> yeah. But are we going to do a Van Damme update every week? And so th- I wanted to, and then I thought maybe the 100th, ep- 100th episode we get him in. But he's not that active anymore. It's like yeah. he's an aged action star. Two of my favourite Van Damme things is Van Damme dancing. So he does a drunk dancing kickboxer. And what I like is, so he's like, he's drunk and he's dancing like this. But then it's like a training exercise where he has to fight. So he's like drunk and then he's like, just shakes off his drunk drunkenness to fight. And then the other one is he's brought up on stage to dance and accidentally gets a boner that you can see. Cut that. Van Damme. Um, so, but my actual bringer thing then, my actual bringer thing is related and I need my laptop for this. I'm going to airdrop you a few things, okay? Uh, so get get ready on your things to accept them. Oh, I'm so ready. Now, uh, I think we'll reveal the spoil, uh, the, the main topic at this point. So the main topic we're going to discuss. Uh, Jess, do you want to read the official title? Is creative AI a threat or a gift? Nice. Mm. And so, yeah, creative AI. So one of the most, or, or the early popular ones was the, is it Dolly? Yeah. So I typed in. I've accepted it. Three best friends making a podcast. And I think they nailed us, guys. Oh, I hate how much the one on the right has nailed my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so. It, yeah. I, I think I need to get a hand it. tattoo. <laughs> I didn't even see the hand tattoo. Uh, yeah. So Dolly struggles with uh, faces, it seems. <laughs> So I started with that, and then I was like, okay, what, what variations are there? So I did three colleagues doing a podcast, because I thought, I don't know if I'm being presumptuous with friends anyway, or best friends, you know, as I went in. Again, I feel like the eyes are in attack. <laughs> yeah. Why has Jess got an IV? <laughs> Why? Why is she on a drip? <laughs> We're always a bit on I guess. No, so I thought if we were to use this as a tool then it's probably not going to render us perfectly. So if. what about illustration? Okay. So I adapted it, typed in illustration. For the listeners, these people's faces are a little, I want to say messed up. Like the, yeah. it, isn't, it isn't comprehending where eyes should go and how eyes <laughs> yeah. look yeah. or even or noses and mouth. Or how skin should be yeah. on. I, I, I think eyes can look, look, you know, different in a variety of ways, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. You know, prescribe to your. Uh... But their pupils aren't on their eyes; they're on their skin. Again, it, it, it's a bit like <laughs> uh, you know, we're coming up to Halloween. We, we've said it's an October episode. We're coming up to Halloween. It's a bit like a face cut off, put on your face. Bit of a Dwight Schrute. Uh, so illustration. I feel like that's getting better. It's getting better, but I've never seen Jess wear a t-shirt that says "Poot Post." What's Poot Post? I think I need to go full blonde. Maybe get that up. <laughs> I think this is a little. Uh... So that that was adding the word Just illustration. Just do it. Next podcast, full on. <laughs> now, for, so I wanted to be see how particular I can get. So I 
I typed in a bald guy, a girl with blonde hair, and a guy with glasses on a podcast, illustration, neon colors. Firstly, I love that you're bringing a thing for a podcast is images. <laughs> can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> yeah. You've brought images. You can describe them. You can react to them. I feel like you've still done the thing where you've put the eye thing in because he's got a small eye and a big eye again. <laughs> now, I didn't say which which one to give Jesus. an eye attack on, but uh, I quite liked this one. If we could get a symmetrical eye on there, that'd be cool. Or even switch so he has the sunglasses on. Again, doesn't need to be symmetrical. It's fine as it is. You know what I've just realised as well? When we started talking about this podcast, you kept banging on about headphones and he's the only he's one the wearing headphones. headphones. <laughs> AI's got that right, at least. Neon colours look nice. So, a bit of a failure as well. I thought, Jess, last podcast, you mentioned uh, a zebra in a car. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe we can just, rather than spend ages creatively doing this, maybe we just uh, <laughs> use, use Dolly. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's my Halloween costume. <laughs> that is uh, that is nightmare fuel. Some Again. kind of zebra-based eldritch horror. Again, for the listeners, um, it's a real-life man in a real-life car with a zebra morphed onto his face. <laughs> this guy's about to go purging, isn't he? Yeah. And if you want to check these images out, we will pop them up on the video, which is on our YouTube. Yeah, we'll put a trigger warning on it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. You need to. so that's on our YouTube channel. Um, if you search uh, "bright," that's with two eyes. Yeah, bright visual marketing will pop up, and we'll get them on the socials as well. Let's pop them on our socials yeah. for this yeah. episode. Yeah. And Subscribe, they can be there. Yeah. hit the bell icon, check them out. Yeah. So this brings us on to our main topic. So is creative AI a threat or a gift to marketers in particular? Because I often see it as it's you know the death to graphic design or marketing and that kind of thing. I'm going to start off with a, a bold point of view. And I think the whole, you know, is AI a threat to creatives, to marketers, is like the, it's like the penny dreadful. It's like the video nasty or the video game worry that these things are like will cause violence in children. Right. Like, I don't think it's true. I think it's just, it's just constant hysteria that we'll constantly have forever. Yeah. Because there's been AI in marketing and creative work for decades. Yeah. And we use AI for marketing and creative stuff yeah. every single day. And it helps us. Is it scary? Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, AI one day, uh, oh, it will also one day kill us all. We're yeah, all aware of yeah, that. Yeah. But for now, you yeah. know, it's fine. The people who were scared of supermarket self-checkouts, they'll be proved right. Yeah, and they'll hear Jess's voice <laughs> at that self-checkout. Yeah. Unexpected item in bagging area. Unexpecting knife in chest area. That's, that's good, yeah. But yeah, so basically, and I, I'm, I'm basing that on stuff like, we, we use so we use Photoshop. That's a really basic basic tool that we use. We, yeah. And we all use Photoshop yeah. for, you know, creative marketing stuff. Yeah. Every single day, almost, yeah. or at least every week. Yeah. We all use it in a variety of different ways. There's AI in Photoshop that we use every single time. So you might use sky replacement. And yeah. the sky replacement is AI. Yeah. You might use one of like the neural filters that they have on there. So yeah. if, if people haven't checked out the neural filters, you can tilt somebody's head. Or if somebody's eyes aren't looking the right way, you can move the way they look. Yeah. yeah. Or you can add like a stupid smile or make them look shocked or angry or put match makeup from a photo yeah. onto their, map it onto yeah. them. 
these are things that you might use like day to day. Yeah. It's AI. That's AI. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, I think just a, as a broad spectrum of creative AI, Yeah. no, it is it is a gift. Is it also a curse? We've seen those photos a second ago. They are a curse. <laughs> yeah. They're like the lost horcruxes. Yeah. Um, but I do think those will get better. So we deal with it with like uh, headlines and descriptions and things for Google ads. Yeah. And at the start, you would always still have text ads and extended text ads and test them against them. And often it would outperform, but then they have got better and better. And now they're the only only ads you can put in there now. Google's AI for that is good in terms of because it matches what's best. And I think it takes away some of the... You still need to optimise those ads yeah. in terms of copy and imagery and how they perform. There isn't the need for every hour to go on there and check oh, these aren't matching correctly or, oh, I want to pin this in first position and this yeah. is second position. And it creates a bit more freedom in terms of the ads. So so it matches it to yeah. your personas at the moment cookies. So what would best appeal to them and what would best appeal in terms of what has performed the best yeah. for those people. And we love an experiment and we still get to experiment yeah. with those. But those sort of simple basic experiments that you would want to do, it's just doing it for you. It, it, it's, it's putting all those combinations in, seeing what people are clicking on, responding to. And then if you've got your conversion tracking in, seeing what you know has led to an inquiry sale and things it's, like that. It's opened up possibility for us to experiment in a more impactful way. Yeah. So rather than having to spend time, oh, this isn't working in first position, we need to adjust this. And those little things are being, like you say, done automatically. Yeah. So we can create bigger experiments that have a more impactful result on our clients and our ads yeah yeah if the creative side of it so if if images start with and then we'll see it with video and we're seeing things like deep fakes which will get complicated with image rights and things anyway but we're, we're, we're seeing evolution of that um how do you think that will help people to market how do I think it will help? I mean, we we see it in uh, we see it in films already. If an actor has passed away, yeah, they will um, deep fake, if you will, that person into that film yeah. to fit that narrative. So obviously, we saw it in Star Wars, Star Wars with several actors. Doing it a lot, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it already helps in certain ways like that in terms of like you know creative industries. Yeah, if you wanted to sell your rights to like a certain market, but yeah. you didn't want to do that work. You could you could do something like that. Like we we see stuff like cameo, yeah. Where like yeah. you know people are just constantly doing you know very similar messages. Yeah. yeah. Stop for for like kind of like low sums of money. Could yeah. they just sell their rights to a company and then just deepfake that, w or would that lose that personal touch? I I have an example. So uh, it was a Lionel Messi, and I will have these still. Uh, Joe, I possibly sent you one right, and. Uh, it was awful, but I think it was related to, like, crisps or something like that. And uh, he would just stare at you and go, Hey, Darren, what's up? My friend Robbie has invited us to watch the big game this week. I hope I can make it. If I can't be there, enjoy the game. Ah, and don't forget to bring the snacks. Ciao. And it was, like, really bad. I don't even think Messi can speak English, uh, or at least he pretends not to, to not do interviews. But, um, yeah, so... Anyway, that's 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 a bad version. Nice, but yeah, that that's a cameo esque thing yeah. where you could just have names and stuff. There was a Robin Wright Penn film uh, a while back, 
I forget the name of it, but she's an aging actor who sells her image rights right. and then str- struggles with all of that. Okay, cool. But yeah, with, with like the creative side. Um... I think at the moment there isn't a tool out there, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you could literally just put like the texture you have put in, for example, yeah. like friends filming a podcast or whatever, and get an image you're necessarily happy with yeah. to post. I don't think there's a tool out there that can do that yet. Yeah. There's, a, there's a tool out there that will produce, like you've used, yeah. to produce an image that you could maybe adjust slightly with some of the Photoshop tools Drew's mentioned yeah, yeah. to get to something. But I think in this moment in time, there's still a need of someone doing something to that image to get it. Yeah. It feels like it's it's getting to be more like people on computers as opposed to monkeys and typewriters. Like it's constantly getting better. We watched a Corridor Crew video the other day, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Where in there, they ended up taking and uploading loads of photos from one of the guys from yeah. Corridor Crew and then, then getting images from it, which were, were brilliant. They were yeah. really good images. All, all in the styles of like the Metal Gear Solid artists and things like that. Yeah. And, and so the big difference is, so we saw there that it messed up faces quite quite badly. But we could take a few, and they only take a few, take a few photos of ourselves, upload them, and then say, yeah. these three guys doing a podcast, uh, you know, surrounded by bright colors. Yeah. And it, it, there'd be so many variations. Yeah. And you could choose a style as well. Yeah, but, cool. but I wonder if, like, bringing it back to the, you know, threat or curse, or, sorry, uh, gift or threat yeah. um, question... I think it's I think it goes both ways. So so with like the when I mentioned like the video nasty penny dreadful thing earlier, if I don't know if anyone gets the reference, but the idea is that there's been like constant hysteria since like the Victorian time or even before then, where there's like media, so penny dreadfuls were little comics. Yeah. Um and then there's obviously video nasties are like the horror films like is it like Child's Play, stuff like that with like Child's Play three was the big one, yeah. So there's all those things and people have constantly thought, and obviously now we've got game, uh, Grand Theft Auto, video games, all those kinds of things where people think that these things cause children to be violent. Yeah. And it's all that kind of hysteria. There's that same kind of hysteria around AI where people constantly think that AI yeah, is going yeah. to take jobs. Yeah. It's going to take jobs. It's going to do all these other things. But within it, like we, we've had it for years with people saying like mobile phones, mobile phones are getting better. Why would we hire you to do a video for us? And it's just ridiculous, like, yeah. because, you know, there's lots of skills you can have, a, you can get given a mobile phone or you can get like, get, you can get given, you know, AI software or anything like that. Yeah. It doesn't mean the thing you're going to get from it is the same thing that you would get if you were yeah. a skilled yeah, practitioner. Definitely, yeah. For instance, if you get given a video game and you are already a very violent person, you're going to be a really violent person. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. if you, and if you get given, uh, you know, a mobile phone and you're a really creative person, you're going yeah. to get, you know, great footage off this iPhone or something. Yeah. I've, I've seen some challenges and it'd be good to do, I, I want to do some experiments as well, but not, not these types of challenges where I think it's the MKBHD. He gets his, uh, like senior graphic designer to pull up some stuff and then to, they give him a few words and he has to create something and then they put pit him against an AI thing. Yeah. And uh, I want to do it. I don't want to do those experiments, but still the human elements winning in that scenario or at least in that, that, you know, very limited sample size. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's just like there's not there's not a clear answer. Obviously, we know there's not a clear answer. It's always going to be grey and it's going to be grey, you yeah. know, f- for, a very, for a very long time. So like, yeah, you could do that. Like, but within it, he'll be using AI. 
Yeah, that's true. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, let's say, let's take it back to like the sky replacement in Photoshop. It's a really simple one because those people will probably have done sky replacement. Yeah. If you use like the Lightroom app on your mobile, for instance, there's like, yeah. you know, different masking tools on it, which yeah. all use AI to calculate the mask that you're yeah. going to put onto a person or the sky or something like that. See, he's already, he's using AI yeah, as yeah. well. It's not like it's a total like, you know, AI redundant person yeah. against an AI. So in doing that, you can appreciate that AI is brilliant. It's great. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it can speed up the way that you do sky replacements yeah. or masks or image tweaks or video tweaks, those kinds of things. Just needs that human element. But, not, then, but not then there's like, yeah, there's that human practitioner yeah. element. It's like, yeah. okay, let's take it back to the self-checkout. <laughs> Everyone's gone to a self-checkout and use a self-checkout. They're brilliant because it speeds, speeds your shopping up. Yeah. But as soon as you put an item on there, like a yeah, pack yeah, of ibuprofen, yeah. you need that person to come over. It still yeah. needs like those human elements yeah. to, to yeah. run properly. The What's the name of the film, the NASA film? And it's the uh, Octavia Spence. Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. Yeah. Have you seen Hidden Figures? No. So it's about a collection of three mathematicians, um, black women. So it's a lot about um, rights in America at that time. Um, but computers start coming in. And then I think it's Octavia Spence's character they she um she just basically takes up learning how to use an IBM computer and do the manual inputs and stuff so i think uh, i th i think it goes back probably to that notion that 50% of jobs that our kids will be doing don't exist yet yeah. as well so there'll yeah. be be jobs around ai yeah definitely completely off subject but to do with ai i saw a plant wielding a machete yesterday that was that was exciting <laughs> okay yeah I guess the main point of AI in marketing. Sorry, Drew, taking it. You were right bit. to move on. <laughs> oh, you were right to on, move yeah. on. Um, <laughs> in AI in marketing, there's still the element of some sort of human touch needed. And that's in a way of adjusting the images maybe slightly or even making sure it's aligned to your brand, your campaign, your messaging, your yeah, strategy. Yeah. You can't, we couldn't put in, um, I don't know, video production company on a shoot. Get that image and put it out because it, one, it's not us. Two, like it doesn't show what we're doing. Got no strategy around it, no branding around it. It means nothing to anyone. Yeah. So it can be useful in terms of finding unique imagery. So what what's great about that? Just just to interrupt slightly is someone who's uh, you know got a real eye for these things and a brilliant person and maybe also edits this podcast. So will will make me sound and look good. Uh, they told me about a campaign ran by Heinz and so I looked at it it's on YouTube they went into uh, like a Dali program and they searched one word ketchup and it came up with the Heinz bottle just to show their sort of association with yeah. ketchup you know that's, that's a pretty powerful yeah. campaign from them very limited for listeners to use unless they've got that um, unless you own Heinz um, <laughs> Mr. Heinz yeah. Mrs. Heinz yeah uh, but that, that's pretty cool. But maybe as, as with scanning your photos, you could, it's going to get to a stage where you can upload your brand guidelines yeah, and, and, yeah. and things like that and it'll pull it. I think there's just that extra step. So some people thinking they can just go on to an AI application or platform, type in some words and get an yeah. image they can use for their, their strategy and campaign. There's that extra step of uploading some of your own imagery, having that yeah. imagery to upload and then if there is that step in the future, having brand guidelines and colours and logos and things that associate to your brand. Yeah. But it's having those steps first. Yeah. So if yeah. you don't have that 
strong branding yeah. or strong imagery or high quality imagery already yeah. and you're using AI because you don't have those things, mm. you could struggle in that. Yeah, aspect. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So it might be a great tool to stretch existing resources yeah. and things like that or minimize an expense so you don't need as many yeah. to then to then do it. That's, yeah. that's a good point. Or, or like you were saying earlier, as in like, you know, to be able to, being able to test things. So if yeah. you're using yeah. AI to make lots of different iterations of stuff, you then might pick up some inspiration from one of those bits. Yeah, yeah. And we, yeah. we did that. Can you remember what we did it for? No. Can you remember? We used it for us to create our name, Bright. Oh, we did. We popped it into yeah. that website. Yeah. We popped in like all of the search terms to do with us and what we thought were our culture, our... Um, you know what made us us yeah the big differentials and we came up with loads of names we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names some really terrible yeah. others even worse and there was one name and it kind of stood out and it was bright yeah the double i yeah yeah amazing yeah it was a great way of using it as well because we we used it to spark ideas we didn't actually see it settle on it there and then it made it into the list of possibilities. It actually got rejected and then came back in as well. I remember a lot of the, a lot of the potential names we had were like it was almost there. Like the images we were looking at earlier, they're kind of almost there. Yeah. yeah. But there's something uncanny about them. Yeah. So like you just tweak it yourselves and you know yeah. we we mixed it. In fact, we did. It probably gave us bright something and we popped two eyes in. Yeah. Flipped one to make it an exclamation yeah. mark and here we are yeah. today. So it sounds like right now we're at a stage with with creative AI where it's really good for sparking ideas. I don't think it'll they they churn out assets that we'll necessarily use straight away. Yeah, and I think I yeah. think we're still a while from there. But it's a good idea generator. But also if it, if it gets to a good place, not to be afraid of using it and just just using all those advantages. Yeah, well. I, I think. I think even right now, taking something, having a play with the imagery, or if you haven't used one already, go and go and have a go. Like type in your services, type yeah. in some things that interest you, see what imagery you get out of us. Yeah. Even tweet them to us if you fancy. If you D find something. Do Dolly's now available for everyone. You don't have to. Pre yeah, I think cool. you have to sign up, but you don't have to pre-register. Yeah. yeah, I think I had to wait for like a, I think I waited a day and then I could get on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. So yeah, I think overall, you know, it's both. A threat and a gift yeah. yeah it's a threat in the way where we don't fully know where it's going to take us yet yeah. you know there's obviously stuff stuff like we mentioned with deep fakes stuff like that um that uh could cause yeah. difficulties for certain but, people but it's, a, it's only a threat to the status quo right and we want to and everyone should want to evolve with it oh yeah and, and, and as we've spoke about hidden figures and things people did do those steps yeah but it's also a gift because we use it day to day anyway yeah, we're always using creative. AI. It's already here. I think it's the same threat as digital marketing was twenty years ago. Like yeah, to yeah. traditional marketing, everyone was petrified. Yeah. Like, oh, we're never going to do these traditional ways again. Like, it's going to take over everything. We're going to have to go on social media and all of this. Now everyone's on it. Now everyone's enhancing digital marketing. Yeah. So I think it's the same way of is design. In some way or another, in 20 years, I guarantee we'll look back on this and we'll be using AI much mm. more then than we do now. Yeah. Yeah. And it will just be the way we work. Yeah. So I think it's something to... Embrace? Yeah, so something to embrace now. Look at where it's going to be going. And it's something exciting. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mentioned experiments earlier. I might start testing up some and maybe test some AI stuff against our current like display ads, J just for us first, uh, and see how we go. 
I'll formalize that idea and we'll, we'll catch up with it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Exciting. Good chat. Nice. Yeah. So if you've enjoyed that podcast, make sure you're subscribing. Tell your friends. Go onto YouTube. Hit subscribe there. Download it on your listening devices and spread the love. Yeah, because if you tell two friends and then they tell two friends and then and they so tell on. two friends. And so on. All of a sudden, we've gone viral. Bright viral. Viral. Viral with two eyes. <laughs> and there we have the perfect end. <laughs>